When I saw the slide on the screen, translators needed, I thought, well, we are setting up for increase. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we are setting up for increase. And uh, so we need translators to translate from Telugu to English, or English to Telugu, rather. English to Malayalam, English to Tamil. And any language that we may have here that we can translate, so that won't be an excuse for people not to come to church. I have heard some people, some parents visiting that, they, they hesitate because they say, we don't know what they are saying there, because we don't know English. And, and now with this new system, they can hear what they are saying. Isn't that amazing? Amen. Amen. We are setting ourselves up for? Increase. Increase. <coughs> setting up ourselves for? Setting ourselves up for? Ah, it's getting better and better. I guess if I stand here all day long, all of us will be in it. <laughs> Amen. We are setting up for increase. Amen. And that is a good thing. I think we, you know, we need to think about increase. We need to speak about increase. We need to pray increase. You know, words have power. Words have power. The more we speak of increase, you know, we will be sort of uh, changed looking for that increase. So we are setting ourselves up for increase. Praise God. So when we talk about increase, it all started with uh, uh, Jabez, right? <laughs> it all started with Jabez. And uh, First Chronicles chapter 4, verse number 10 says, And Jabez... Prayed. And Jabez prayed. And it all started with praise God, that good Jabez. He was an honorable man, the Bible says. It all started with him, and as we were uh, uh, meditating upon that uh, verse, uh, God spoke to our brother and uh, said, Well, that would be a good theme for this year. That would be a good theme for this year. So we, we were also already under the revival mantle, which I still believe God will revive us. We need a revival. And a revival and increase go hand in hand. I don't think there will be any increase without a good revival. Praise God. I think revival needs to come first before we can see any increase. So, the, so this theme goes hand in hand with the theme revival. So don't stop praying for revival. We need to pray for revival sincerely and do what we can to set up our church, our life, our families for revival. Today I want to talk about some principles of increase. Some principles, some rules, some spiritual laws which are in the Bible, which will guide us as we seek increase in our own life are also in our church, in the kingdom of God, in the work of God. Whenever I, I look up increase, and a vast majority of the people talking about increase is talking about money, financial increase. They are so interested in finance, and even Christians. Some great ministries are built upon this one thing, English. That's all they have. Well, 
Maybe they talk somehow. But majority of the time, that's what they talk about. And people get excited. <laughs> you know. But the increase that we talk about here is, is um, spiritual increase, which, which inevitably, be, inevitably will lead to physical increase, material increase. I, I firmly believe the scripture, the word of God, and where Jesus said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. All these things that people look for, that people desire in their life. Jesus said, Once you set your mind up to seek my kingdom, the glory of God, other things will be added to you. You know, it, it just comes in as a bonus. But we see people struggling to get wealthy and neglecting the things of God. I think many want the wrong way to get where they want to get. If you seek God, if you give him priority in your life, God will see to it that you are prospering. Because prosperity increase in, is in the plan of God for his people. It is not a bad thing to have increase. Not, not a bad thing to have a wealth as long as we know how to use it to the glory of God, to the benefit of human beings, to the extension of the kingdom of God, and then use it for a living. It's not a bad thing to have wealth because increase is it originated in God. It comes from God. So I want to talk to you about some increase. Talk to me also and, and get me ready, get us ready for increase during these coming months. The first thing I want us to talk about is about God who is the author of increase. God is the author. So if something originated in God, it must be a good thing. It must be a good thing. You know, these were the first words God uttered to human beings uh, in the God, when, when he created them. When he created them, he said to them, be fruitful and multiply. In Genesis 1.28, we read, and God blessed them. God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. That word multiply and also fruitful. I looked up the Hebrew meanings of, uh, you know, the root word in there, and it has the idea of increase. You know, fruitfulness is a, a sign of increase, isn't it? Yeah. It's a sign of increase. And, and multiplying is a sign of increase. So when God created the first human beings, you know, it was his blessing upon them where he said, I want you to be fruitful and I want you to multiply. Hallelujah. God's intention was not to have just Adam and Eve all the time. His intention was a world full of Adams and Eves. But sin, of course, entered the way and messed these plans. And God knew that. Because the Bible says even before the foundation of the world, he had the plan set up for Jesus to come. And see, it was not an afterthought. 
But I want us to know today that God is the author of increase. If God is the author of increase, for any increase in my life, I need to be looking to him. I need to be looking to him and say, God, you are the God of increase. You can take what I have and increase it and multiply it and bless me with it. Praise God. You remember the story of Elijah when, when there was a great famine in the land. And God said, uh, you go to this widow woman and uh, I have commanded her to, to provide for you. You know, and you know the story. And, and, and the Bible says that the, the, the meal in the, in the barrel did not stop. It kept increasing. It kept increasing, and the, and the oil, it kept increasing. Amen. Praise God. That's a miracle of God. Amen. And God can do miracles in your life and in my life. Praise be to his name. Amen. He can do supernatural things when it comes to blessings and, and increase in our life, but we need to look to him for increase. Prophet Elisha told this woman, you go and fetch all the vessels you can, and he specifically told her, not a few, bring as many as you can. Right. As many, because the increase and the blessings of God is only limited by our capacity to receive it. Right. Praise God. Many times we pray for increase and we have no capacity to receive it. Our hearts are not ready. Our life has not, is not lined up with God's plan. We have no room set up for receiving the blessings of God. We, we want it to just, just flow even though we are not ready. God is not going to waste his blessings on people who will not receive it and be prepared for it. So prophet said, you know, you go and fetch the, the vessels, empty vessels. And then once you have done that, you start pouring the oil from that one vessel you have. And she obeyed the command of the prophet. And you can see that one by one it began to fill. God increased the flow. Amen. God increased the flow until the last one. And she asked the son, is there any more? No. And the oil stopped. So you see, we can limit God. God is boundless. God wants to do great and awesome things in me and through me and you, all of us. But often we limit his power in us because we are simply not ready. I have heard this saying, preparation precedes blessings. Preparation precedes blessings. We need to be prepared for a for a great blessing, for a great increase in our life. So number one point is God is the source of our increase. Nobody else. I may have a good paying job, but praise God, his source is God. Amen. I may have good education, but thanks be to God, the source is my God. And we need to give glory and honor to God all the time. So in the gospel work, it is God who gives the increase. We are primarily concerned about spiritual matters because when we excel in spiritual matters, God will take care of the other thing. Amen. I believe that with all my heart. Amen. 
I believe that. I, I know from my life that God will provide when, when, we, when, we, when, when our spiritual life is in line with what God wants us to be. Praise God. Amen. I told you my testimony one, one day. I who have no chemistry background work as a chemist in a, in a great company and, and more things. So when our life is aligned with the life of God, he can open ways and he can command increase in our life even though we don't deserve it from an earthly point of view, our qualifications and such. But God can do that. In the gospel work, it is God who gives the increase. The apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 7, So neither he who plants or he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the increase. Praise God. So we can have programs and plans and schemes and all that things, and we need to have them, but always realize that it is God who blesses. It is God who makes the increase. Praise God. The rain has to come on time. There need to be enough sunshine for that plant to go. To grow. So it is God who gives us the increase. Amen? Amen. So in your life, in your life, you remember that no matter where you are, you know, uh, uh, whether you are way highly qualified, you know, way down here, it is God who brings you up. The Bible says promotion does not come from east, west, or south. It comes from God. So increase comes from God. That's principle number one. So if the church is wanting increase, we need to lift our eyes to him and say, Lord, you are the God of increase. And we need an increase in our life. Praise God. And he will be gracious to give us increase. Number two, in order to receive increase, we must plant. We must plant and nourish whatever we plant to see the increase, right? That's a lesson from the nature. Some of you have gardens in your home and the springtime is coming and you may, maybe you are getting ready to plant a tomato or pepper or uh, whatever it is, uh, whatever you want to plant. You see, you need to plant to see the increase. And I am amazed and, and, and thankful to the plan of God that I can take one seed and plant it and it gives me so much fruit out of that one seed. Isn't that amazing? That's the plan of God. That's, that's the plan that God, you know, what, what it would be if I plant one apple tree and all I get is one apple tree. <laughs> it would be terrible, wouldn't it? You must have a lot of apple trees to get a few. That's not the way God designed it for us. Hallelujah. When, when, see, before sin entered into the world, God said, you will, I have given you the, the, the seed-bearing trees and the fruits for your, for your food. And, and when God said that, he said, he was saying, you put one seed down and I will multiply it hundredfold. Hallelujah. God is a God of increase. Amen. Amen. When I was growing up, you know, we have this huge uh, paddy field. We walked in the, in, in the middle of it to cross 
uh, to the road and something. And we can see this ripe uh, 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 paddy field where, I mean, you want from one small grain, I mean, that thing is so full, it just fa falls over. Increase. Increase. When I see that, I see the God of increase. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. When I see an apple tree full of apples, and, and inside of each apple, many, many, many seeds, again, I see the God of increase. We serve a God of increase. Praise God. So we must plant and nourish it. We cannot walk away from it. We need to do what is, you know, water it and put the fertilizer in it, move the, move the, uh, remove the weeds from it and do all the nourishment. We need to do what we can, but praise God, ultimately it is God who brings us to increase. Praise God. Because it is His system at work. Even though you planted it, even though you nourished it, it is God's system at work when you see that fruit coming up. That's what the Apostle Paul is saying. You know, even though we planted and we nourished it, it is God who gave the increase. Amen. Praise be to God. You go to work every morning. You work hard, some of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of you. Uh, you work hard and, and you bring that, you know, paycheck home. You look at that and say, God, it is you who gave me this increase. Hallelujah! It's you who gave me. Praise God. You who gave me the smarts to do this job. Who, it is you who gave me the intelligence to work on this project. It is you who moved in the, in the heart of that human resource person to hire me into this company. It is all of you and nothing of me. I give you praise and honor. Amen. It is God who gives us the increase. Praise God. And knowing that, we look to him for increase in our life. You know, we read that Isaac, when we were covering Isaac, we talked about it briefly. You know, Isaac sowed in the land and received in the same year a hundredfold. Right. You know, the, the progression is like 30-fold, 60-fold, and hundredfold. And, and in this case, the man of God, Isaac, the servant of God, he, he planted. You know where he planted? He planted in an enemy territory. Because of the famine, he went to the Philistine territory and he was living there. And he planted a field in the enemy territory and God gave him a hundredfold increase. It is God. It is God who gives the increase. And the, and the, and the Holy Spirit wants us to know something here. The Holy Spirit wants us to know something here. And uh, it says, Then Isaac sowed in the land and received the same year. Hallelujah! The same year, meaning the year of famine. You know, he left his land because of famine. And there was famine all around. But praise God, the man of God sows and, and, and nourishes. And God gives him a hundredfold increase. In enemy territory, in a, in, a, in a season of famine. Amen. Malayathiru vakiyam unda balasim hangalu. Iragita the vision nirikim. Translation, translation. But say, you know, you know, young lions do lack, but they that seek the Lord. 
Praise God. Amen. My friend, it is God. It is God who gives us the increase. Praise God. In the same year where there was famine in the land, in an enemy territory, praise God. Paul says, I have planted. Apollos wandered, but God gave the increase. Amen. Oh, we need Paul. We need Apollos. We need a Mahesh. We need a Reggie. We need an Aji. They're all doing their part. But praise, praise be to God. It is God who gives the increase. Thank you, Lord. God who gives the increase. You know, Paul was good for planting. Apollos was good for uh, watering. Each of us have a ministry to do, a work to do in the house of God. We cannot all be planters. God needs some people who will water after it is planted. God needs some people who will pray and support the work of God. God needs some people who will give money to the work of God. We cannot all be the same. And if we are all the same, the work cannot grow. That's why God gave us different gifts. Praise God. Some people are prayer warriors. Some people are, are, are faithful servants. Some people are good hospitality people. Some people are good ushering people. God gave us different gifts and some people are good cell group leaders. Praise God. Some people, I mean various gifts are given in the church and we need all of it. So that the church can grow. Again let me say, you know, if all of us know one thing, it'll be useless. But we need to know different things to do, different tasks. Praise God. So God, uh, Paul was good for planting Apollos, fitted for watering. The more we plant, the more we will reap. That's another principle of increase. The more we plant, the more we will reap. And also, we reap what we sow. I mean, it is true in two senses. One is if you reap goodness, you will reap goodness. If you reap bitterness, you will reap bitterness. So be careful what you reap, I mean, what you sow. Be careful. Praise God. It is very important that we, what we sow the right material into the soil. So that can, we can expect a good godly increase with that. Praise God. So, number two is uh, we must plant and, and uh, water it so that God can give us nourishment. Number three, we must pray you our way to increase. We must pray. You know, when we talk about increase, prayer is a key element in increase. I, I want to thank all of you who join on Tuesday night and Thursday night for prayer. But, but the numbers are dwindling. We are too busy. So I urge you to join on Tuesday night and also Wednesday night at 9 o'clock for prayer. We need praying people. I, I'm, I'm thankful for the, faithful, the, for the faithful few that takes time every Tuesday. Every, every Tuesday and Thursday to pray. But we need praying people to see the increase of God. And, and, and we announced about the, the, the uh, 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 first Saturday prayer meeting. And, and we, can, we, we have room for more people. You can come. Spend a time in prayer. 
And Jabez called on the name of God, on the, on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou would bless me indeed, and enlarge my cost, and that thine hand might be with me, and that thou would keep me from evil, and that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. I, I love that last part. So I want to say our God is a prayer hearing and prayer answering God. It's not simply he hears it, but he answers it. You know, we, when we pray, we, we should not simply pray thinking God hears it, but we need to pray knowing that he not only hears it, but he will answer it. Praise God. Amen. So Jabez prayed and God heard his prayer and answered his prayer. And God blessed him. God blessed him. So he was saying, Lord, increase me and bless me. Let me not experience the pain that my name implies. You know, his name meant pain. His, his name, for some reason, his mother, when, when she gave birth to him, apparently she was going through some pain and struggle. So, so she named the child pain. And, and, and he was praying to God, I want you, oh God, to, to, to change the situation in my life all my life, I'm going to be known as pain, but, but my experience needs to be different. I don't want to live in pain. Though people may call me pain, I want them to see another side of God working in me. And bless me with an increase. And God heard his prayer. So God is the hearer and the answerer of prayer. Praise be to God. So prayer is the key. I want us to pray for increase. Any time we get, spend the time, Lord, we want to see an increase in our church. Praise God. Increase in our church. Number four, one way to increase is to serve others. Serve others. Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 9.19, For though I be free from all men, yet I have made myself servant to all that I might gain the more. I might gain the more. In order to gain more people into the kingdom of God, I became a slave, he says. I became a slave. You know, when I and you begin to serve other people in love, in compassion, in understanding and care, that will cause the kingdom of God to increase. And, and when people see our, our attitude, our, our, our love and compassion, it, it, it is going to make a difference in their life. And, and they are going to be more inclined to attend the church services. They are more, going to be more inclined to go on visitations, more inclined to join the RTC group, more inclined to be in the, in the, in the hospitality team. So, so when we serve other people, as Paul served, he's saying that uh, though I am free from all men, he says that I don't have to do it. But as a servant of God, as a man who has been redeemed by Jesus, I made, see, I have made myself, I have made myself a servant to all. It was a conscious decision that he did. That he made. I, I, I'm going to be a servant. I'm going to be a servant. And, uh, you know, I want our church to be known for the servant spirit. 
in, in, in believers' lives. Praise God. So, so please, please find the time and the means to serve others. He's saying, I have enslaved myself to everyone that I may win some more people into the kingdom of God. So another principle in, in, uh, uh, in increase is to, to, be, uh, to be a servant. You know, it is said that in the first century, many Christians became slaves so that they could witness to slaves. Did you hear me? In the first century, the love to God was so great, and they knew what God has done for them. Some of the, some of the free men became slaves so that they could minister to slaves. Apostle Paul says, I have made myself a slave that I can win more people into the kingdom of God. One way to increase the church, one way to increase the kingdom work is to you and I to become servants. Servants. Not expected to be served, but to be serving. Praise God. Jesus came. The Bible says, even the Son of Man, even, even the Son of Man came to be ministered, came to minister and not to be ministered unto, and to give his life a ransom for many. You see, surely serving spirit, serving spirit is a, is a way to see increase in our life, in our families, in our church. Praise God. So remember that. Apostle Paul is saying, like, the, like his Lord in, uh, in Philippians 2, 7 and 8, you know, we read there that he humbled himself and he became as a servant. And he's saying, I, I look at my master and what he did. I made myself a slave that I may win others uh, to the kingdom of God. Number five, scatter and increase, scatter and increase. You know, that doesn't make a lot of sense, right? How do you scatter and make increase? Have you heard the expression, the way up is down? The way up is down. In James 4.10, we read, Humble yourselves in the, in, the, in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. He shall lift you up. So one sure way to be exalted, lifted up, increased in the presence of God is to be humble before him. The Bible said God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. If I want to see increase in my life, I need to be humble before God. You see, the Bible says here that, and he shall lift you up. He shall lift you up. You see, in order for someone to lift me up, they will have to come to me, close to me, and touch me, and give me a hand to lift up. Praise God. When you and I humble ourselves before God, God comes to you and lifts you up with his own hands. What a blessing would that be? That is a, a way to increase when you are humble. Praise God. In Isaiah chapter 57, verse 15, we read, For thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in the high and holy place. That's where I dwell. In the high and holy place. And also 
and also with, with him who is of a contrite and lowly spirit. To revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. Praise God. You know, you have the presence of God when you live a, a humble life, a, a life of humility. God says, even though my dwelling place high and lifted up, the most holy place, I have found a place to dwell near to my children who are humble and contrite in spirit. Praise God. He comes to your side. Number seven, patience is needed to see the increase. You know, here we take a lesson from the farmers. They work hard and uh, they work hard and wait for that season to come for harvest. In uh, James 5, 7, we read, Behold, the husbandman waits for the precious fruit of the earth, and he has long patience for it until he received the early and latter rain. So we are dependent on God for the rain. We must trust in him for it. And he does it for us. But there is a waiting time. There is a, there is a, there is a delay in seeing the increase. Often we want to see things happen suddenly, right? We're living in an instant world. Everything is so instant. We, we have no time for patience in this world. We were driving through New York City, unfamiliar place. And, and if you slow down to make sure that's the way you want to turn, it's just to be careful. And the guy in the back, to, you know. No patience. I mean, we were not stopped. You were still moving, though slowly. But this guy behind me don't, wouldn't have any of that. You know. So everything is so instant. And I said he will do that and stop at the red light for three minutes. But, but still he gets some satisfaction when he blow that horn. <laughs> Are you like that? Do you do that? Be patient. Give them time. I have purpose in my heart. If somebody wants to slow you know, in front of me, let them slow down. Enjoy the day. <laughs> Look around, amen. We are in an in a, in a, in a instant society. Everything has to be, you know, I go to the bank counter, especially the TCF bank, and, and I get so impatient. They took so much time to, pro to deposit one check. And I've been to other banks, it's done, just like that. But this... <laughs> they, they take a long time and... <laughs> We, we, live, we are used to being things done fast. <laughs> but to see increase, we need to be patient. We need to be patient. Praise the Lord. You know, often when we talk to people about Jesus Christ, we, we have a wonderful cell group going on different places. And when we talk to people, God, why is it taking so long? We've been at it for a couple of years, Lord. Why, why, why aren't people coming to know Christ? Amen. Today the Bible tells me that it, you need patience. God will work in his own time. All you have to do is to do the work. Just do the work. Sow the seed. Sow the seed. Water it. Pray for it. Pray over it. 
pray over it, seed, sowing seed, and pray over it, and God gives the increase in his own time, in his own time. Praise God. So let us sow the seed of the gospel wherever we can find room to do that. Praise God. The Bible says in Galatians 6, 9, let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time, in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. Let's not grow weary. You may have to talk to a person 10 times, 100 times. Keep talking to them. Pray for them that the Lord will give us that increase we are looking for. Praise God. Amen. You know about the farmers. They are, I mean, it is a sad thing to see in America the number of farmers are way down. I mean, long ago, there were so many hundreds and hundreds, thousands of farmers. But now it is just a minute number of, I mean, now with all the, uh, the new uh, implements, they can do more with the less people and time and everything. But to be a farmer, to be a farmer, uh, you need a lot of patience. That's what they say. To be a farmer, you need to be willing to take risk. To be a farmer involves hard work. So, I mean, this is a good picture of gospel work. You know, sometimes we take risk. When we talk to people, we are taking a risk. They may reject us, scold us, refuse us. Taking a risk. It is hard work. We have to, we have to go downtown sometimes, bitter cold and no parking space. And as Gigi was saying the other day when he went to the hospital, he parked the car somewhere and bitter cold, got out, don't, didn't know where the car was. It is hard work sometimes. But praise God, God gives the increase. One way or the other, we will see that. Praise God. So let me wrap it up today. God is the author of increase. We must plant and nourish to see increase. We must pray for increase. We must serve others on your way to increase. We can scatter and increase. I didn't say much about that. You know, in the book of Proverbs, it says, He who scatters will have plenty. That means that he who gives freely will receive more. In the New Testament, we read, Give, and it shall be given to you. How? Pressed down, shaken together, overflowing. Hallelujah. And to me, that's a good return. That's a good return. But, but to do, to receive that, you have to give. You have to give. I have to give to receive it, praise God. But I don't give to receive it. But that's the, that's the justice of God. That's the word of God. To those who give, he will bless them. So you scatter. You know, like, like the sower goes out to scatter the seed. You got to do that to receive a harvest. In terms of our money, the, as we scatter it into the work of God, into the things of God, God will give the increase out of it. Imagine, you scatter one dollar, and if it goes one hundredfold, how much is that? 
That's the way God can bless you. Praise God. So scatter and increase. Increase through humility and patience is needed. Praise God. So would you ask God now to increase your reach, effectiveness, to bless others, being a servant to others? What, what good is a message if people don't respond to it? So I ask you this morning, would you ask God in your heart, Lord, increase my reach, my effectiveness, my influence, that I may bless other people because you bless me to be a blessing. Praise God. You have a big part in the increase we will see in our church. You, each one of you, have a big part. It is not just the pastor. It is not just the elders or the workers. Every one of us have a part to see increase in our church. Increase comes when we pray, when we serve, and when we sow together. Praise God. Increase comes when we pray, when we serve, and when we sow together. Praise God. May the Lord bless you with these words. Would you stand with me? Praise God. God has been good to us. God's been good to us. We have seen his goodness. 